everyone, Dave and Jeff. It's the day after Christmas, December 26, 2019. Crazy, right? It crazy, is crazy that it's all over. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it gets here. Look, I got a little bit of uh, free advice for you guys. It might be a little late, but it came to me late. <clears throat> so uh, happy to share it. You guys should look into using Amazon Prime <laughs> for your Christmas shopping. Dave, I have been... So many people right now are yelling at you. Well, I don't like that. They're Here like, I where am. have you been? Yeah, no shit. Since I've subscribed to Prime for like a year. Is that right? Yeah, to watch Harry Bosch, to watch the Bosch show. And then uh, I never watch it. So yeah. I've just been paying for this shit. And then the other day, my son was over. Yeah. We're watching Home Alone. And I'm literally just ordering shit from my phone. And you go, this is insane. Yeah. Delivery, I think it was Sunday morning. So delivery Monday, then delivery Tuesday for Christmas Eve, yep. free shipping on everything. And we're just hanging out. And then a couple of the things that we got didn't quite work out. And so free returns. Yeah. Right down by the sports arena. Amazon built this brand new facility down on Kurt Street. Walk in. Guy's just there. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> I go, hey. He goes, oh, you got returns? I go, yeah. He goes, put them right there. I'll email you a confirmation in like 10 minutes. So I called Dave at like 745. I go, shit, I probably won't be down to East Lake till 9. I was back in the car at like 752. My phone buzzed at 5 after 8 with confirmation that both yeah. things have been returned. And look, I, I love supporting the small mom and pop business. You just can't fucking compete. No, you can't. It's so convenient. It's so easy. And Dave, uh, my son and I love CBS Sunday morning. And people are like, what are you, 90? Well, I don't have a lot of shows that I can watch with my kid. <laughs> and they did a thing. We don't watch them all, right? Like yeah. if they're interviewing our Garfunkel, I'm not watching that shit. But they did this whole thing on Amazon. And the lady from the company said that they were going to lose a billion dollars. This yeah. was her number with a B this year because of free shipping and free returns at the holidays. And uh, the reporter from CBS was like, whoa, well, somebody's going to absorb that cost. And the Amazon rep goes, oh, we absorb it because that's what we do. Yeah, that's what they do. Free shipping, free returns. But no matter how heavy it is, it's crazy. Right. I got those. Uh, I told you last week I got the running boards for oh, my yeah, truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weighed like 800 pounds. Free shipping. Well, I will say this. Had a couple of things delivered on Tuesday. And they just leave that shit, man. They don't ring the bell. I don't know who that is. I mean, I don't know if it's Amazon or their driver. Well, they ring the bell for me, but I don't that, know. God damn. They, and it was, luckily, the things that came on Tuesday yeah. were, were lower end. But that's why. Just take advantage of the lockers, right? Like, there's probably Amazon lockers everywhere, relatively I don't even close. know. What are you talking about? So you can have it delivered to a locker. Oh, fine. And, there's a 7-Eleven or anywhere else, and you just go in, and <clears throat> it's just a touchscreen, like Redbox. Yeah. And they'll email you a like a five-digit code. So you go to the local 7-Eleven or whatever. Chase Bank has yeah. them. You type in the five-digit code, and all of a sudden, this locker just pops open, and there's your your deal. I've if never done it that way. Yeah, I've been. I guess I've been lucky where no one has stolen because you always see stuff all the time. Yeah, that things are, are taken. It, it's it is an amazing company. I tell you, a few years ago, about about a, actually about a year ago, and I'm not a, a stock guy. I'm one of those guys right. that 
doesn't have as much money into the market that I wish I did. And, and I never paid somebody to invest money for me. But the things that I picked years ago, like AOL, <laughs> I didn't pick AOL, I picked, okay. but I went like Google, yeah. I went Apple, you know yeah. what I mean? I went, I went big companies like that. And dude, I dumped it and it, they did well. I dumped them all out and I bought nothing but Amazon. Nice. And I just said, fuck it. When I heard they're going into pharmaceuticals, yeah, I was like, fuck it. This is the way to go. Right. And it's just, you just look at it. It's like, I think today it went up like $83. And you just sit there and go, fuck, man, this company is not going anywhere. No. If anything, they're going to be the ones that put Walmart out. It just, it's crazy as hell. People like when you buy clothes, though, people like to try things on, obviously. But yeah. you're seeing malls close all over the country. Yeah. Malls and golf courses Dude, just closing like crazy. But uh, Amazon's just an amazing company. Yeah. So, anyways, hope everybody had a good Christmas. I will say, Dave, I know... Yours is tough, and it's no competition. I will say to all the divorced parents out there that no matter how well you're getting along, if you're not getting along, dude, saying goodbye to your kids at the end of Christmas oh, yeah. night is shit. I was thinking about that last night when I was it's driving shit. home. Yeah, it just it sucks, man. Because, is it is it the same on? You spent Christmas Eve with them as well, correct? Uh, for a little bit. Okay. But Christmas, Christmas Eve, you would see them the next day, so it was different. Yeah, it's different, and we really had hung out for the majority of the five days. Like yeah. my son, I told you ran the half marathon on Saturday. Sunday night we were down here, but then we hung out all day Monday, pretty much all day Tuesday and all day yesterday. Yeah. And while you get along fine, it's still not the same. Yep. And it's just like like I said, man, I know what you're going through and it's no uh, it's no comparison because I'm lucky to see them again tomorrow night. Yeah. But it's just, dude, you're reminded, like, this sucks. Yeah. And, yeah. So, I just, if you're a divorced parent or one of oh, those yeah. where you're going through it, I'm fortunate enough that she and I get along great, but, like, the marriage would never go back. It's not that. I get a fucking headache every time I'm in that house <laughs> for more than an hour. <clears throat> but, man, she... I, no, I understand. You're, you're the same about your kids. Dinner. Yeah. yeah. She had a great dinner yesterday, and the gifts were yeah. great, and everybody... It was really, really nice. But then at the end, you realize the cats and the dog and the kids and yeah. her all stay in your house and yeah. you're the one leaving. Yeah. And you go, fuck, this is still fucked It's weird, up. isn't it? Yeah, you, And you're getting up. on the road and there's no traffic and right. have, your head goes fucking to only one thing. Yeah. And I've, you know it, for as long as they've been around, I've always been much more miserable than they are. Yeah. At the end of spring break or Christmas break or whatever. And then you get into work today and you see all your buddies and life's back to normal. But from the time you dropped them off or I left it like nine till eight o'clock this morning when you get in the office, it was really a fucking drag. Like much more than I expected. Yeah. Yeah. Much more than I expected. You know, um, God dang, man. There are a lot, it's funny. You and I just did the show on Monday, but it seems like a lot of shit has, has gone down. Um, I mean, nothing nothing major that I think anyone would be surprised with. Sunday, I said. we were here. Sunday, we did a show. That's right, Sunday. So um, well, I'll start off with my uh, my sister. Remember my last time I saw you, I told my sister was coming to town oh, yeah. for about four days. And uh, Jeff and, and my sister get along fine. And, and uh, he was saying, oh, cool. I'm looking forward to seeing your sister when she comes to town. Well, she was just like you. She's going through a divorce. She got divorced. She has a mm -hmm. boyfriend now. Boyfriend and her were going to come out and, and stay for four days. Okay. 
Well, she asked me on the phone. She goes, I'm in this room right here in the, where we're doing the show for her. My wife's in the house. She said, hey, uh, is it okay with Rita if we come visit for four days? And mm-hmm. I said, yeah, I don't think it's a problem. I'll ask Rita and see what she says. Well, Rita's just being a smart ass, and normally she isn't. <laughs> yeah, I love this line. Says, hey, yeah, they're welcome to stay, but since they aren't married, they have to stay in separate rooms. Boom. All right, so I text it. Well, I found out today they're super pissed off <laughs> and canceled the trip. Oh, come on. And they had no idea that Rita was being a smartass. Just joking. Yeah. And they oh, didn't shit. come out. And I didn't know until two hours ago. My mother calls me and says, you know, Lisa was really upset by that. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? And, uh, you know, instead of making up some story about a pipe bursting and everything right. else, we can't make it out. It was, you know, what the fuck's up with that? And I was like, my wife doesn't give a shit. No. It was, it was so... But when you, but it's somebody that throws a line out that doesn't joke around like you and I are smart right. asses all the time. They took it as, oh my god as a sincere remark. Oh my god! Yeah, and so she didn't come out. So it's kind of kind of ridiculous. So <laughs> wow. So wow. So we still haven't spoken. So then uh, oh shit. I know. Whatever. Fuck it. I got other th- fish it. to fry. So when then on uh, on Christmas Eve we go up to Carlsbad. Okay. And go to uh, my niece's house up there. And Rita has a big family. And it's always like 50 people. Yeah. I mean, it's a ton of people. People flew in from New York, flew in from Baltimore. And then people that they just pick up off the street that have nowhere to go. You know, it's always yeah. always people that you never met before that show up. Here's the thing that is strange. You tell me if I'm crazy. Okay. okay. This happened last year, too. And it bothered me. And then it happened again on Christmas Eve where my wife's family is religious. And they'll mm-hmm. pray before for every meal. And they say the prayer for the meal okay. and there's, we want to, and then someone says, Hey, what about, uh, the pray for the people who aren't here. And oh. so never, it never comes up. Jake's right. name never comes up. Jake has only been dead a little more than a year yet. Yeah. And he's been at every one of these things for, right. for almost 20 years, but yet there's no mention of him. They can look across the room. We're standing in a circle yeah. that there's one person in the room. Tears are rolling down her face. Right. No acknowledgement of of, uh, of my son or my my wife's kid, most importantly, and it just kind of blew me away. It put me in a horrible mood. Yeah, I was like, I was like, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's like, get like out. one let's of those go. moves. Let's yeah. roll. And I'm like, am I out of line here? Because he, but why she, don't her, they bring him up? I have no fucking idea. Not only that, but my wife's mother passed away just a short time before yeah. Jake. And without her and her, and uh, and her husband, no one in that room would be in that fucking room. Right. You'd think they just mentioned him there, but no, it wasn't. It wasn't like that. So I'm like, maybe I'm fucking nuts. Yeah, but no, it put me in a horrible mood. Where I was like, I fuck. Well, this. I'm in a bad mood right no, now. No, you're in a bad mood. So I'm like, am I am I nuts? So then we get up. Uh, we come home. We we we. I stay the night. I, we we went through the whole thing. We come, we come home from Carlsbad. We do the whole thing in the morning. When you have young kids, especially Jake was the one knocking on Josh's door. Get the fuck up. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's see what we got. Let's go. And then, so it, it obviously goes longer. Josh will, will sleep longer. He doesn't give a shit. And we went uh, less gifts than we normally go. Okay. Just Everyone's like, well, I don't need anything. Everyone, yeah. We don't. I mean, we were kidding. We don't need anything. But uh, it was always one of those where we always kind of gave a ton to our kids. Maybe because being Jewish, I never had Christmas, and so I always overdid it. It wasn't Rita that did it. I was always the one that overdid it. So I asked for a couple things. I asked for the the bars for the truck, but I also yep. asked for the picture to your right. Yeah, Jeff, love Can it. you see it? And it's a big picture of Jake. And yeah. I said I wanted it in this room because Jake was always in this room. And so uh, she got me that picture. But as soon as I opened it, even though she got it, dude, just cried her head off. You know what I mean? Yeah, And yeah, then yeah. it just, as soon as she's balling, it just, it was a downer. 
you know? Yeah. And go, this is how it's fine to be sad on Christmas day. So I go from there to uh, the hospital and I go visit Alan Amy's kid. And I was there for about two hours, three hours or so. And uh, as you've heard on the show, Alan and Amy, horrible Christmas. Right. Their, their son is in, uh, is, is on life support right now. And, um, it was tough to see him and they, yeah. had, Alan, Alan stepped up and had him baptized because the mom wanted it done and he was Love never it. baptized and he was baptized and I was there for the ceremony. But then being in there, man, I got crazy, uh, blood pressure problems. Like I thought I was going down. Wow. I, I'd hold the sink and I, I'm, I didn't want to tell Alan, dude, I'm going down, but I'm like, I'm going down. Dude, that'd be so typically you it, making go, it about yeah, you. I don't know shit. Gavin's yeah. Yeah. I'm the guy freaking, uh, You'd like, be roommates. like the guy, like in uh, the beginning of Quincy. Where where the guy's passing out and shit. Everyone's passing out. I'm the guy passing out. I don't even know why that jumped in my head. Remember that show? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck happened in there? Why is everybody passing out? Um, it was, it was fucking nuts. But man, that was it was sad. Uh, man, I felt so bad for Alan dude, and Amy. Right? Yeah, terrible. And then we did uh, we did another dinner at at uh, another niece's house here in uh, in Benita, and uh, we we're in and out. And that was it. And then you and I talked a little bit yeah. last night and both of us kind of had days that felt like there were huge holes in them and it didn't go the way we kind of wanted them to go or you think it's going to go. Yeah. And you go and Christmas just wasn't the same this year. No, you know, I, I said to my sons, I go, look, we should be, because my one said, said to me, because man, it's a drag. I see that kills you. That breaks yeah. your heart right there for your kid. But to actually I appreciate say that he was honest. Yeah. He's like, this is just a drag. And he loved Jake. And so that's what we were saying. And our family always says, I go, look, it, we, it's a good thing to acknowledge what's bothering you. Get it out. Yeah. But always remember when you start feeling kind of whiny that there's a million people that right now would be like, dude, I'll take your problems. Let's go. We'll I change. There are people, I think about the people in the military who'd right. rather be with their kids. And, uh, but it, it's just kind of a way to keep it in perspective. But I, I have a really close friend that had traveled uh, to visit family and it didn't go well. And I was thinking about you, and then there were other people, and you go, man, there's just a lot going on right now. And then uh, I checked in another buddy of mine last night, and I go, how was it? He goes, fuck, it was great. And I go, you know what? Tell me. Like, tell me what yeah. made it great. It was really cool. And uh, so that kind of got you back on track. And you go, okay, good, man. Like, that's what I want to hear. Like, tell me kids are in a good place, the whole thing. So, yeah, from a family standpoint, it was cool. But it's just, it was a different kind of vibe. It yeah. just felt a little different. And and checking in on the people that you're close to um, were was kind of wild. Now, I am very happy for Paul yeah. from Steve Wood's show. That being said, as excited as I am for Paul, who's been through a lot of challenges. Um, he told me at the soccer game he was going to do it. God, it's so great. Yeah. Dude, Paul's such a good dude, and I'm so excited for him. But that fucking show is going to become Jeff and Jared. That's what I said today. (laughs) I told Wood because ratings came out. Yeah, and Woods and Ben are winning huge. And uh, I texted Steve tonight. I said, "Hey, man, congrats! You guys are really doing great. They're like third overall for all radio stations. Men twenty five fifty four, just fantastic." And uh, they're losing only to the Spanish station and to KPBS. And Steve said, well, I got to get it figured out so my bonus structure doesn't include those two stations. (laughs) And I wrote him back. I said, you should, because they're just beating the shit out of you. (laughs) I go, they schedule you for homecoming. 
you're a fucking joke. But I told him, I go, hey, listen, enjoy the win now, because if I hear somebody calling somebody fiance again, like Paul's fiance was calling him, I'm like, dude, I heard Jeff and Jerry. Yeah. And then I tuned out. Like, I tuned in today to hear sports, although there's fucking nothing going on. And uh, I go, and Woods writes back, fuck you. We'll take their career anytime. <laughs> We're big with soccer moms. But uh, congrats to Paul, man. Yeah. Like, it just, uh, all kidding aside, like, that's awesome. He's just such a good dude. And remember, he had gone through <clears throat> 1090 went away. Yeah. He lost his apartment. Yeah. Like, he really had some bad shit going on. And I, he's just such a genuine good cat. Yes. And all those guys, Steve and Ben, the whole group. Like, I was just, when I saw that, you go, fuck, that that was really great. He, uh, no, it's funny. He said they got into a fight right before he asked her. Did you hear the story? No. About, it was like about like ranch dressing or something like that. They got into a fight. And and, <laughs> and he uh, knows the whole time and she has no idea. Yeah. And I remember I got into a fight with my wife, right? Like when I was asking her. Really? To it was kind of funny. I mean, maybe it's a good luck thing. I've been with the same girl for 30 years. Yeah. But um, it, it was, it, I wanted to kill her. Like I was so fucking pissed at her. Uh and here's what I here's here's what happened. I did it. I'd, I'd ask her to marry me. I think two times, dude, because the first one got fucked up because of her. Yeah. I, God, uh, get I, uh, her out here. She <laughs> ruined Lisa's vacation. <laughs> she, she did. She's and all over the place. God. We it was, uh, and I would never do this today. But back in the day, I never saw anyone ask someone to marry him on a scoreboard. Okay. So I, my buddies, right. my buddy, I know I would never do that. It's just played out. So my. My friend's dad is the guy who made the banners for the Lakers, the World Championship yeah. banners. And so they gave him four season tickets every year. So he said, dude, here's the deal. We're going to arrange it where it's going to be up on the scoreboard oh. at the form. <laughs> and the whole deal. And she's like, and my buddy's with me who has a camera who wants to get a picture of the scoreboard and get a picture of her reaction. And this is before yeah. phones. And saying, um, we want everything down. So he knows what's happening. I know what's happening. And she's like, I'm going to go get some popcorn. And I'm like, fuck, don't go anywhere. No, I'm telling you, I, I don't care about the game. I want to get popcorn. And I was just like, just sit your fucking ass down. Like, I was right. so mad. And and God. I was like, I couldn't believe I had, like, had a fight with her not to get the fucking popcorn. Right. And sure enough, it, it, it shows up. It shows up while she's leaving. I got like literally got to grab her and turn her towards the scoreboard. And I was like, fuck it. So then I had to do it again. Okay? Yeah. I take her up in the Hollywood Hills, the whole deal. Right. And if you've ever been up in the Hollywood Hills at night, man, it looks like those lights go on it's forever. Unbelievable. It's just an amazing view. She wasn't impressed by that view. And what? I was just like, I'm with the wrong fucking girl. God. I was like, this is ridiculous. Nicole Eggert would have yeah. liked it. <laughs> she didn't like the flowers in the mixtape, but she would have liked that. She's got L.A. in her blood. Hey, I hate to say it, but I don't lie to people. Oh, my gosh. But when he said he got into a fight there, I was like, God dang, I did the same thing. I wanted I wanted to just go, what the fuck am I doing with you? Yeah. Jesus. Driving me crazy. Do you remember how you asked me to, to marry you? Yeah, it was great. We were at Balboa Park. We were just hanging out. How and long did you have it planned out? I didn't at all. Really? We literally, it happened that afternoon. The The thing was, this is what's funny. My kids love this story. Um, She was studying for the bar. There was a lot of shit going on, but it was really nice. Like, dude, that was a fucking wreck. Like, I told you the other day, like, there was so much shit in your head where you go, I don't know if it was the depression or what the fuck it was. And we were just sitting there, and I remember it, and... uh. We were just bullshitting, having a good day. She was studying for the bar. I think we had just gotten done. At CBS? Mm, no, we'd been engaged yeah, yeah. for a while. Okay, yeah. 
So I think we the day had just ended back at 800. Okay. And, I, yeah, we were right there down by across the street from, like, all the, where Ernie used to live. We were yeah. right across there. And she just said to me very nonchalantly, kind of joking, she said, you know, if you ask me to marry you, I'm going to do it. I was like, oh, cool. Like, I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. I don't know that I had thought about it. Really? I mean, don't get me wrong. She yeah. was great. I just, and I just sat there for a minute. And I go, are you fucking, like, I don't think I cussed her, but I'm like, are you kidding around? And she's like, no. And I'm like, will you marry me? And she's like, yeah. And it was and that great. That was it. That was cool. And then the cool thing is, and again, I, I just tell everybody, do what's right for you. But. And I remember telling this story on one of the radio stations, and I completely had the timeline fucked up, which was very funny. But she and I had talked about getting married in Carmel or Monterey, which is funny because we spent a lot of summers summers up there. But I hadn't been there since I was a kid when we were getting married. And we and this, I would just say, Paul and Megan, listen to this and do your own thing. We took so much shit. From family, grumbling, right? Parents and in oh well, yeah. But nobody wanted to make it's the trip. It's a long drive. And uh, by the time we actually got married in July of 07, she was pregnant with Jack yep. and Kate. And we finally just got to the point in May and we just said, you know what? Fuck it. And fuck everybody else. And we went to Maui. We went to Maui, and it was just me and her. Yeah. And then the fan, oh, well, we're like, hey, shut up. <laughs> and we got married July 5th, 07, because yeah. I said, I can't do 777. And so July 5th, 07, on McKenna Beach in Maui at sunset, we had a little guy that looked like Miyagi who married us, and he had this big fucking shell, and it was just... And we're dying. And then he starts singing. Really? We're the only two on the beach. Can I sing for you? Like, yeah, why not? Go ahead. Well, she's pregnant. I can't fucking dance. <laughs> Wise men did, say. Did he did he go that route? He went out. It was unbelievable. It was great. And so for us, we came back and uh I had a birthday coming up and a celebrate, and we just had a party at our place, and it was great. And look at the shit that fell apart at the end was really not her fault or my fault. It was just a combination of things. But as far as the wedding goes, I I would just say don't stress out. Like if other people are are beating you over the head with what they want you to yeah. do, do what's right. And I heard Paul say today it's going to be her day, and I think that's Good. outstanding because it should be. But dude, I went, I was, we had the rings, nervous as fuck as everybody is. She looked amazing and we had an absolute blast. And Good. I was saying to my buddies, we were talking about it today. I didn't have to worry about her mom or my mom or dad's or anybody else. We didn't have to worry about shit. I just wanted her to have a great day and we did. Good. So it doesn't mean that it's right for everybody, but I know you guys had... God damn, where's that picture? It used to be right up here. You, big ceremony, the oh, whole yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. That might, and that was great for Rita. So whatever... What Did you I had zero to do with the planning? Because just like that, I said it's her day. 
Yeah. I wasn't going to sit there and tell her what I wanted. No, but we went and we were the only two on the beach. And the thing I'll always remember, there was a couple about 100 yards to our left and an older couple about 80 yards to our right. Were they getting married too? The older couple? Really? Yeah, it was cool. And whether they were redoing their vows or whatever. But there were nobody. You couldn't hear anything next to us. And so we were, we got married like the third day of 11 days in Maui. And uh, like the seventh rolls around and she said, hey, what do you think? And I go, you know what I really want to do tonight? I go, I just want to go back to that beach. And I just want to see if it was 777. Goddamn, Dave. It was packed. It was elbow to elbow. Really? And I just said, and she said the same thing. She goes, goddamn, we did it right. We just had the whole thing. And I don't know. Some people may like being a part of that huge mass wedding thing. I was thinking the slot machines, the 777. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what it was, right? But um, I know Eddie Papani got married because that's kind of his way, right? (laughs) Not a big shot. (laughs) Did he get married the same day? Yeah. No, he got married 777. I mean, that's what I mean. That's hilarious. Yeah, he got married that day. My buddy, I think my buddy Kirk Geiger got married that day. Like, I have a few friends. That's funny. Well, fuck, they're all still married. So who the hell am I laughing at? But, um, but yeah, man, I would just say for Paul and for Megan, do what's the right thing for you. And if it includes all your families or if it's just you two on a beach laughing your ass off, have a great time. But but Does Paul have a brother? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. For best man? Yeah. Is it Woods or is it Ben is what I'm asking? Oh, it's going to be Ben. Oh, 100%. Woods will be at fucking Duke's slamming fucking pina coladas. Yeah. Right. Be a train wreck. Yeah, I think he's... Hoping that somebody mistakes him for Richard Greco. <laughs> ben and Shelly will probably pay for the wedding. Steve probably yeah. won't even be invited. Steve will be late. Yeah, he'll be fucking late. Yeah. What a dick. <laughs> or he'll sit there grumbling that he didn't get to fucking. No, nah, here's Steve's move. I already know it. He's going to be the guy that gets certified for 24 hours to perform the ceremony. Again. Right, yeah. and then he'll want to play guitar. Yeah. yeah, play while my guitar gently weeps or some bullshit song. Fucking guy, dude. Paul, don't do it. Don't listen to Woods. He's don't. gonna make it all about him. It's not his day. If for Paul- once, <laughs> just one fucking time at a three sixty-five. It's can not you, his day. Can you turn the spotlight to the nice guy to your left? Jesus. I heard he told, I heard Woods told Hannah there's one mirror in this house and it's meant for me and I was like Jesus you said she, that to her he did I mean it's not shocking but he could be a dirtbag do you yeah. son of a bitch I didn't call him a dirtbag I called him a self centered asshole but <laughs> no you ever see forgetting Sarah Marshall you ever seen the movie yes do you remember that where he's in a bad mood and he just yeah. walks out and he goes. Great wedding on the beach in Hawaii. How original! He just screams it at him while they're getting married. <laughs> Dude, I gotta tell you about my boy Woods today. I got a great story for Woods. I did. I haven't done this forever. For whatever reason, I was inspired to do a calendar. Like I have a bunch of pictures from 2019. Doing this calendar, usually it just is pictures of my kids from the last yeah. year, right? But for this year, I did it different. And I started texting all the guys, Brian Curry, Dan Williams, Kyle Fluger, Alan, Amy, Trotter, Walchef, uh, and saying, hey, man, what's your birthdays? 
And all the birthdays are on this calendar from Shutterfly. Uh, Curry, I got Curry, Dan Williams, Al Taylor, all wearing Dave and Jeff shirts. Cool. Uh, for their day. But I got Stevie Woods' birthday in there. And I was looking, I'm like, fuck, I got to find a, I got to find a cool picture to, for Steve's birthday. And I found the fucking coolest picture of him. It's him and Bubba. Oh, cool. On the first night he came in the garage. That's awesome. And I go, fuck, man. It, uh, is Honestly, we had so much fun that first night he came in. He is genuinely such a good fucking dude. Why he puts up with either one of us, <laughs> I have no idea. He listens to this shit. He can't say anything in return. He's no, just got to take it. He does. He has to take it. But I know how this audience gets where you don't get it. Dude, he's family to me. He's family yes, today. Yes, of course. And so, yes, I don't feel like he will be playing guitar. I feel like sometimes I have to qualify this shit. <laughs> Not with him. Other people you do, No, obviously. I know. Because we get calls all the time. No, I don't actually picture him playing guitar. He will be there. He will have a great time. He, I tell you what. How many buttons down is his shirt? Six. Yes. Uh, and he's going to be obsessed with getting a better gift than Ben gets. But Ben and Shelly. Go all out. Yeah, I'm sure Shelly's Stephen not going to drop the ball. But I'm sure Stephen Hanna will go all out. Yeah. That's what I want to know from Paul. Paul, you got my number. You don't have to say anything. Right? But uh, that was really, really good. And then I got one final thing, and yeah. then you can do whatever. So we told you a couple of weeks ago I had this story yeah. that I got from a friend about Fernando Tatis, that Fernando Tatis was upset about the idea of moving. Now, John Conniff from Mad Friars sent me a great link to a story that John had written about Tatis a couple of years back when he was in the minors. And one of the things Tatis Jr. said was, hey, I'd love to play center field. Oh, wow. And I go, that's really amazing. But I said, uh, look, I got it from a pretty good source that he's not happy. So we put that out. Now, the first dumb fuck to shoot his <laughs> mouth off is Rich Mirren, who goes, well, I listen to Dave and Jeff, and I've listened. I love those guys, but they don't know. What the fuck do you know, you dumb shit? And I told him on Twitter, I go, you're a fucking idiot. You have no fucking idea. As Dave Rickard said to a guy today, I wholeheartedly agree. Remember, Rich, you listen to this show. I don't listen to your show. That story came to us from a very good source very good. who said, hey, guys, I'm just letting you know Tatis is not interested in playing second or center field. Yep. We don't have to go fishing. So I'm sorry, Rich, that doesn't meet your fucking standards. I couldn't believe I hadn't muted you six fucking months ago. But I have now. So thank you for your fucking unsolicited opinion because it reminded me there's another dick I need to mute. But I do appreciate you listening to the show. <laughs> this so, might be the last one after well, this. Who gives a shit? <laughs> who fucks this guy to question anything? And then some other fucking guy, Lance. Oh, was that a direct quote? Do you have it? Oh, yeah, Lance. You know what? Let me give you everything I have because that's what every fucking person does. Who the fuck are you? Yeah, I will say this. Uh, through the history of this show, I will fuck up quotes all the time. The message is usually 100% right, but the quotes directly are usually fucked up. I will say this. Jeff's quotes are always 100% accurate. Even he, you'll hear him all the time say to me, well, you got to cite the source if you're going to say it. You, you're yeah. on me all the time about doing it the right way. Jeff told me off there who, who the person is. I'm yeah. telling you, it's a, a, as close 
as anybody to him that this is 100% accurate. This is not a good sign. I don't, yeah. I don't Jeff, Jeff is a diehard to T-San Padre fan. Last thing you're right. looking for is problems. Right. But I, I, to have these two fuckheads question, who the fuck are you? It was great what? information. Honestly, yeah. it was great information. He's not happy with it. Yeah. Take it or leave it. It will make zero impact on my day. But I'll tell you what, if it ruins Paul and Megan's wedding, you're in big trouble. <laughs> Dude, I was watching, uh, speaking of the Padres, I was watching MLB Network, and they were doing the Come Out Players of the Year, you okay. know, in 2019. And I wanted to see where Paddock was. You know, oh, I wanted yeah. to see where Tatis was and all those guys. And all those guys, both those guys were, I think they were like top, I think they were both top 15. I think Tatis was like seven. Okay. Number one was Pete Alonzo. Okay, and it should have been. Right. It should, yeah. Well, it should have yeah. been. Guy had 53 it. home runs. If he's playing for the fucking White Sox, does he, he still know? hit 53 home runs? He set I, a record. He beat McGuire's record. But I look at Kernan today with his New York Judge. New York yeah. Athlete of the Decade, and it's Jacob Degrom. From, is, is that right? That's what Kernan said today. From 2010 to 2020, I mean, I got it. You don't have anybody from the Knicks. Yep. I don't know if the Rangers have anybody. No, I, you know what? I don't know. Who do you think it would be? Would you say Judge over him? I would probably go Degrom too. Who would you go with? I don't know, but I'm just okay. saying there's a lot of fucking athletes there. The yeah. Grom's your guy, dude. Two Cy Youngs in a row. It's been bad in New York for sports for a while. I don't know. I'm trying to think now. I think I'd say Degrom. God damn, maybe you know. But uh, all right, but did, he, did he write it as I told you in I 20 or 2008? I didn't. Like he always fucking claims to know everything at a time. I didn't read it. It is funny, though, when you look at it. The Knicks have literally had nobody. Oh, forever. Where you can look at and go yeah. from 2010 through, right? Yeah. Like, look at L.A. where you go, how many different people you could. Right now, it's insane. L.A. is more star-studded than I can remember. But if you were saying the L.A. athlete of the decade, with all respect to DeGrom, okay, Mike Trout's going to have a solid argument. Clayton Kershaw's going to have a solid argument. Okay. Now you're going to go to yeah. basketball, right? Yeah. Kobe's in there. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's it's God dang man. The the stars. I mean, the Kings the, won two Stanley Cups yep, in that time. They sure did. Dodgers didn't win any World yeah. Series. Angels didn't win any World Series. Jonathan Quick was pretty fucking good. Yeah. Gurley won an MVP. You have Aaron Donald. You got so many guys in yeah. LA. So that's funny. So yeah, I guess maybe when you remind me that he won two Cy Youngs, you go fuck. I don't know. Yeah. But all right. So Pete Alonso gets number yeah, one. And he gets got number. It. He gets number one. Not saying that he's going to be have the better career. Pete Alonso looks like he's thirty two. You know what I mean? I got, and he, he was it, he, really he, fun to watch. Yeah, I mean he was he was he was outstanding. I just go back to that whole thing in the spring where Paddock and Pete Alonso. That whole thing was kind of nuts, you yeah. know. Player of the month, and and so yeah, and you sit there and you wonder how this thing's going to play out through the careers. Now would not surprise me if Paddock has the better career. I don't know how long Pete Alonso is going to stay. Does they find holes in his swing? What does he do year two? All that stuff. Mm -hmm. But it was just uh, it was interesting how it broke out. So I, all these things come to the end of the year and they start doing players of the decade. Okay, yeah, right there. So you go okay, players players of the decade. How many Padres through their franchise have been player of the decade? Um, for Since their position from, from 1970 to now. Hmm. Do you know the answer? I know the answer. I looked it up. All right. Well, I'd like to know who your source is. And so would uh, <laughs> Rich and Lance. Um, I would say, I would say, ooh, 
Well, and are we doing National League or are we doing all of baseball? Oh, that's a good question. I think it's all of baseball. No, no, it's National League. Well, they did Tre- National League Trevor, and American League. Trevor would probably it's get all, it. It's both of them. It's both of them. It's it's combined. National League and American League combined. Mm. Well, Trevor would lose to Mariano. He did. So the only guy I would think that might have a shot at it would be Tony. In the 90s, right? Yeah. No, he didn't get it. Who no. got him? I got I to gotta pull that one up for you. I just turned it off my computer. They, so here's the deal. Not one Padres ever made it. But okay. at the same time, not one Dodger from yeah. the, from either from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. There was no no Steve Garvey. There was no Don Sutton, who was the all-time yeah. winningest pitcher in Dodger history. None of those guys made it. It was, it was loaded with Reds. Loaded with uh, you know, uh, yeah. Tony Perez. Pete, Pete Rose made it in the 60s and 70s. It was... Uh, it was it's kind of crazy how they they yeah. had it all you know marked out. Not saying it's correct. I'm just saying yeah. you talk about respect for a franchise. So I'm not taking a shot at the Padres. I'm telling you the Dodgers who went to a bunch of World Series, they didn't get a guy either. You know they went through a, a, a whole period with nothing, years and years and years and, and decades and decades with nobody either. And I was like, God dang, Tony going in the '90s doesn't fucking get recognized. And that's because just what you just said a second ago about Pete Alonso, mm-hmm. because he plays in New York. If yeah. Tony played for the Mets or Yankees, oh, yeah. Far and away, Tony's getting it. It makes no sense to win eight batting titles and not to get a player Gold of the gloves. decade. Gold yeah. gloves. And not get a player of the decade. Yeah, he was amazing. Uh, by the way, on the topic of your Dodgers, yeah, boy, Dylan Hernandez absolutely hammered them in the LA Times and said they are a team that is very content with winning division titles and they are not all in for winning a World Series. The, the Guggenheim group is. Right, yes. that's what he's saying. Yes, because he said when your TV deal is worth eight billion dollars, billion dollars, and you don't go after Garrett Cole. Now he was saying that you should have gone after Rue a little deeper. I don't know. You're you're a Dodger gone fan. after who? Uh, Hinjin Rue. Oh no, no, I wouldn't. Hinjin Rue is hurt all the time. Yeah, at eighty at eighty million, yeah. Dylan Hernandez tried to claim that they missed out on that. I don't. Uh, I, I don't I, feel like that. No. I don't know, maybe where you feel like uh, if Bumgarner would have been a guy that would have been. I wasn't a fan of him coming here or to the Dodgers. But but the one guy that, that Hernandez said, it was, yeah. yeah. And you and you shied away from paying the big money for him uh, to go get him. Didn't it sound like his mind was made up a long time ago, though, that it was going to be the Yankees? Felt I mean, like when it. he saw the press conference and everything. Yeah. He's the only guy. People go, oh, they missed out on Redone and they missed out on Strasburg. They didn't bid on Redone or Strasburg. No. They did, they did bid on Cole. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you right now, when basically a big part of the argument was that people in the NL West aren't doing enough to push the Dodgers. Like if you look at the you NL East. You saw the column, right? I did. For, yeah. And so you look at the NL East where everybody's going all in outside the Marlins. The mm-hmm. Braves are going in. The Mets are going in. The Phillies are going in. The Nationals. Everybody's trying to do what they can to win the division. Right. The Dodgers right now look at it and go, man, we're going to cakewalk through the division this year. And the, there's not a lot of pressure. The deal is, you don't have the team to make a run at the World Series. At least on paper, you don't right now. Right. They're you don't not, have the starting not pitching. As good. Yeah. Your best pitcher is Walker Bueller. And after that, who's your number two? Yeah. Because you go? Kershaw is a three or a four right now. Probably. And in the playoffs, nobody wants to see him anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're the Dodgers and you're a fan of the team, the thing that amazes me out of what you just said was the $8 billion TV contract. Yeah. Because remember in 2012, when they spent $2 billion, everybody lost their mind. Yeah. For the team. Yeah. And now they aren't even over the luxury tax. As a matter of fact, the way their payroll is set up in 2021, if things stayed the same right now, the Padres payroll is higher than the Dodger payroll in 2021. 
That unbelievable. That's unbelievable. And yeah. to go, how does it happen? So Dodger fans are like, fuck it, man. We're tired of these division titles. You got to take the next step. And the Dodgers haven't haven't done that. I've heard today, too, that this Lindor deal could go down as early as tomorrow. With Clevenger? And and with Clevenger, because that's what they need. They need Ooh, that they need that man. pitcher. Now they don't want to they don't want to trade Lux, but hell man, you might you might have to pull the trigger on that deal. The Mookie Betts thing's very strange. How the Red Sox they say might get be stuck with them till oh, yeah. till the trade deadline and say, well, who can help push to the the next level? I would like to see the the Padres make a move and be and the reason I say that, if you're AJ and they basically told you you have a year to get your shit together, you're gonna be out. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Go ahead and do whatever you need to do to get him. You don't need to trade Gore for him. But if you traded Patino form and you say, we're going to make a run for the postseason, because you do have a chance. You could beat up on the Rockies and the Giants throughout this division all year long. The Diamondbacks are decent. Yeah. But not. I don't think they're better than the Pods if you go and you get bets. Yeah, I'm not giving away Patino for one year for, of bets. Oh, man. See, I look at the Raptors, mm-hmm. and I go, you went all in on Kawhi. Yeah. For one year, and it fucking worked. Yeah, but you gave away DeMar DeRozan. Dude, you haven't done shit in 10 years. Hey, you haven't done shit. You've been in the postseason five times in well, 51 I don't see seasons. Dylan Hernandez ripping my team, buddy. He doesn't cover your goddamn team. Oh, well, what does Kevin Acey say? Ah, uh, shit. I'm on vacation. Um, I did hear a good rumor, Go and I would give credit to the source, but I don't know that it was on the record. Yes. Um. So if he... Uh, if he hears this and goes, yeah, you're cool to give me credit. I'll give full credit. I love this rumor a lot. Uh, Marte to the Padres. Yes. In exchange for Will Myers. That'd be great. And a lot of cash. Now, I'm assuming, Dave, you're probably going to have to go at least $20 million, Right? You're going to have to give up at least $20 million to to get Myers to Pittsburgh. And then uh, Morion. Okay. And Weathers. Fine. Right? I would do it. You make that deal all day. I Show sure Hedges would. in that deal too? Yeah, I, I don't need any of those guys. I don't want any of those guys that you mentioned on the Padres. I, you know, I, honestly, I'm I'm 100% fine making that move. Yeah. So I heard it uh, from somebody good Yep. that said, yeah, I think they're going to get Marte, and this wouldn't shock me if that's the package yep. to make it happen. Uh, happy to give credit if they're willing to let me give them credit, but I don't know. That might have just been conversation with me, but I would make that deal in a second. I like Marte. Hit two ninety five last year, but he, he hit for power too, right? Hit twenty three home runs. I don't know if that's a lot of power in today's baseball, but yeah. bags. Um, I'll tell you in a second. He's uh, how old is he right now? He's. Uh, do you know off the top of your head? Ah, God. I've been looking at so many outfielders. I think he's around 31? 31 years old. Yeah. Okay. 31. And his birthday is in October, so he'll play the whole season at, at age 31. But I like him. And yeah. Now 25 so- stolen bases last year. Yeah. So t- 2020 guy. Yep. Fine. Hitting 295. Solid center fielder. And now all of a sudden your outfielder with Fam and Marte gets really interesting. And I don't know who you're putting in right. It's funny how everybody wants to see Franchi come back. Dude, and he's just never, he's never you healthy. Can't, yeah, you can't count on that. Yeah. But now, what happens to Mejia if you don't have the shadow of Austin Hedges over the top of you? Boy, you hope he's going to be You hope he's gonna be the guy, right? Mejia's one of those guys. I understand why the Padres traded for him. Because when he swings it, you feel like it can go out at any time. Yeah. I mean, he has that aggressive swing. You like everything he does. Behind the plate, he makes you nervous. And you see pitchers get sure. frustrated during the game which isn't yeah. a good sign. 
No. When the pitchers are like, dude, you're costing me strikes. Yeah. It's not a good sign. You go, how the hell can that not be fixed? So what's it going to take to get Wilson Contreras out of Chicago? See, that would be great. I think the Cubs are looking to uh, to deal those guys, right? Doesn't it look like they're ready to, to make a move and start dealing all those guys? Can you imagine getting Contreras and Chris Bryant in the same deal? That would be fantastic. Uh, that that would be a, a dream come true. Again, I think there's no reason why this Padre team with a few moves couldn't finish in second place in this division right now. Oh, we're going to finish first. Oh, you Your think it would be better than the Dodgers? Yeah, okay. I do. Your fucking team quit. I think you should worry about the Diamondbacks I think right you now. should worry about what you're saying. I was with someone last night who's very close to Nolan Arenado. Like, like I mean, really, really close. Okay. And uh, Arenado wants out. Done. Signed, signed a seven-year deal with Colorado after one year is done with Colorado. Why does he want out? Doesn't think they have the the what it's going to take to ever win. He doesn't want to play his whole career without winning. He's ready. How do you he's, sign that? Like, what changed I, in I, a year? You know what? It's funny you said that. I asked this person, why would he sign that that contract? I said, the Dodgers had it timed out for when Justin Turner's contract yeah. left, ended. They were going to go right for Arenado. Arenado was raised a Dodger fan. The whole deal, it looked like it was going to play out perfect. Mm-hmm. He signed the big deal for, with, I think, $245 million yep. for, with Colorado. And after a year, he's he, he's done. The, the five teams that... Um, he's interested in going to, okay? okay. Uh, the Rangers, mm-hmm. no order, okay? Rangers, yeah, sure. Dodgers, Cardinals, Braves, Nationals. Wow. Okay, so the the Rockies have made it clear we aren't trading you to the Dodgers. Now, there's a yeah. price tag for everybody, but right. the, the Rockies say no. And the Dodgers really can't afford to give up pitching, which is what, yeah. what the Rockies are going to want. So, um, But the Rangers definitely need a third baseman with the new mm-hmm. ballpark. They need a stud. Uh, the Cardinals, and that'd be something else. Can you imagine? That'd God be, that, damn. That'd be amazing if he ended up with the Cards. The Braves obviously have a hole at third base with Donaldson not there right now. And then the Nationals obviously have a hole yeah. with Rendon. But he wants out and he wants to win. Wow. And that's wow. that's kind of crazy. But, uh, again, it's someone that's extremely, extremely close to uh, – Tara and I, I'll, I'll tell you off there who, who it is. Oh, yeah, that'll be great. I'm going to know it. Okay, I got and it. No, and none of you will. Huh? <laughs> none, 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 I know the secret. None, none of you will. Um, if, if, before we uh, we get to uh, their birthdays and how much are they worth, um, I don't crazy thing. I don't dream okay. a lot where I remember my dreams. Like, I know you yeah. dream every night. I just don't rem- remember them. They're weird. Do <laughs> you ever have one that's crazy vivid and you wake up and you're like, holy yes. shit. Do you have one recently? Last night. Really? Okay, I'm glad I brought it up. I had a dream that I was staying at a hotel. Yeah. I was staying at a hotel and it was me and Katie Mosier. That's funny. I was going to mention Katie Mosier on the show. So she and I are at this hotel and it's like it's like one of those hotels uh, that you would see at Hotel Circle. Yeah. Right? Where they, they probably were pretty cool. 25 years ago? Yeah. Not bad, right? They're all nice, but not what you see now with the MGM or any of these, the standard. Yes. And Dave, for whatever reason, I this is so frustrating to me because I'm a guy that reeks of class, <laughs> but in this dream, I was just standing up taking a piss in a very small jacuzzi. <laughs> and then, for whatever, like four o'clock in the afternoon. Holy I'm shit. Just taking a piss, right? Just standing there. Like, hey, I'll catch yeah. up with you guys in a second. I got to take a leak. See, dreaming that I'm taking a piss always freaks me out. I'll wake up and go, did I just piss the bed? Like, I have to, <laughs> like, freak out. I freak out every time. Yeah. Like, what an asshole. And then, but I was like, oh, I'm going to get arrested for, <laughs> I don't know what. Public indecency. Well, I told you, years ago, I got a traffic ticket on my motorcycle 
And anybody who's gone to traffic court, they'll start with the Spanish speakers. So they call, you know, they call yeah. you up in groups of five. So they had gone through like three uh, groups of five that were Spanish speakers. And then they start doing, you know, whatever the numbers are, one to ten. Well, I was like 47. So I had to sit there. Well, finally, they're like, okay, now 46 to 50, come up. And like three people in front of me. Hey, you took a left, you know, on a red light. Uh, how do you plead? Guilty. All right, traffic court. Hey, uh, you had a rolling stop. How do you plead? Uh, guilty. Okay, traffic court. So this is what it's been, right? Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, the dude next to me is there in like a docking t shirt. And the judge is like, hey, uh, you know, Mr. Jones, you're charged with urinating in public. Well, goddamn, I just start laughing. <laughs> the judge, whoa, huh, what? <laughs> I'm all laughing. Hey, you got a problem? No, no, no. And he's like, how do you plead? The guy's like, guilty. And I'm like, ah, they're laughing again. Fucking judge was so mad at me. I'm shocked he didn't. Like, I still got out of there with just traffic court, but I'm shocked he didn't hold me in contempt of court, tase me. But, all right. So that was it. What was the dream you had? I had, had two weird ones that stood out. I had one that I was named manager of the Boston Red Sox. Oh, congratulations. Was That's really exciting. Strange. And the funny thing was, dude, I wasn't nervous at all. Okay. Oh, no, you're very excited. And I'm telling I'm telling Josh this story this morning. I go, man, I had a weird dream. I was manager of the Red Sox, and it's opening day. Uh-huh. And I'm calm as can be. I'm at Fenway. I'm ready to throw the uniform on, the whole deal. Right. But I know I have to meet with the media. You know? Okay, got it. And I'm then all of a sudden, it comes over me. And by the way, Glenn Geffner, in the middle of this thing, when the media is about to talk to me, just comes out of nowhere and gives me a big hug. Congratulations. Oh, that was nice of him. Yeah. That was nice of him. <laughs> Glenn works with the Marlins now. But yeah. He was there. Supported you. He supported me. And um, I'm ready to start talking. And then I start to realize, I don't know where the fuck Mookie Betts is. Oh, shit. I can't go talking about Mookie because I don't know if he's on the fucking team. God damn it. He might have been traded. Oh, no. And I don't want to look like an asshole. You, yeah, well, too late. And then I start thinking, who's the fucking closer? I oh, could, shit. And I'm like, what if they ask me who's closing games? And then I start freaking out. <laughs> it woke me up out of my dream. But I was like, I was calm as can be that I was managing the Red Sox. Yep. And then Josh says to me, well, that sounds real fucking realistic. A guy out of nowhere to go from high school to fucking coaching <laughs> the Red Sox. I Why go, does he hate your dream? Well, then I said to him, you ever hear Jace Tingler? He goes, ah, oh, fuck you. Oh, damn it. Fuck off. The guy managed a bunch of dreams in his mind. Yeah. A bunch of games in his mind. Fucking idiot. So Yeah, get it together. Here's the other one that's weird. Nicole okay. Eggert. Yes. I'm with Nicole Eggert. Okay. So you know it's a dream. Right. And the whole time I'm with her, and she's into me, I'm yeah. asking her to introduce me to Pam Anderson. You Like asshole. I'm using her to get to Pam yeah, Anderson. That's not I finally cool. had my moment, and I'm trying to get to Pam Anderson. That's not cool at all. Yeah, it wasn't. She didn't think it was cool either. And no, left, I don't like And that. left the dream. Yeah, yeah she left. <laughs> Left you for Willie Ames. I ended up with neither. neither. Dude, the funniest one that I had is we had a girl in Encinitas. Yeah. And I can't remember her name, but she was just one of those people. Like, when you're in your 20s and you're going out, there's a handful of restaurants and bars on on 101. And she would be in there not always nice, not drunk or whatever. But I had this dream that she and I and, like, four other people... Ended up in jail one night, like a holding cell. Really? In the same cell? Same cell. Okay. There's like 15 people in this holding cell, and she's in there. And she was so fucking annoying <laughs> that I was like, shut up. 
And now, so I share this story with a couple friends. And now when I'm going to Yogi's yeah. or any of the places on 101, she's in there. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and my friends would like yell at me. It was a fucking dream, stupid. She's as nice as could be. Shut the fuck up. I'm like, oh, fuck her. Let's get out of here. <laughs> you guys don't know, man. I've done time. They're like, you haven't done shit. <laughs> but, right? Where you yeah. have that dream and somebody's just a complete asshole yeah. in the dream. Like, you can't shake it. No, it's funny as hell. You yeah, you wake up pissed off. Yeah. Or you, yeah. <laughs> Really bad. No, no ah, let's get out of here. I don't need to out of that bitch. <laughs> like they don't. We don't need out of you. Why don't you leave? Oh my gosh, that's so damn funny. All right. Hey, I want to mention Dan Williams? Dan Williams again. As the end of the year approaches, Dan Williams is going to help you out right now for Dave and Jeff listeners. Dan Williams has a special offer for you. He's going to run a complete credit report, also a debt elimination strategy, and he's all going to do it for free. This is normally a $195 expense. You have until January 15th to contact Dan. Dan will help you out. He's helped out so many other people. He's willing to help you out right now out of the goodness of his heart. Again, you only have until January 15th to call Dan. His number is 858-688-6813, 6813. Can't think of a better way to get the new year started than making sure your finances are in order. And Dave, it just feels like, man, I was looking and people are just struggling. We we started the show by saying people are struggling and there's a lot of different things that are going on that can bring some stress into your life. But financial uncertainty is one of the main ones. That's why Dan will help you. I've said it before, man. There was not that long ago where my credit score was a wreck, where I was just trying to get out from out of debt. And then just a couple of simple strategies that Dan suggests, and man, couldn't be more happy to have it all managed. You can do it as well. All you got to do is call 858-688-6813 and begin your path to being debt-free. Also becoming a homeowner. Not only are you going to be able to get that complete credit report and the debt elimination strategy, but Dan can also have, help you with borrow smart, repay smart, all the tricks you need to allow you to buy that home that you want in 2020. With the rent prices going through the roof, get your finances in order. Dan's the guy to help you do it. Absolutely. I mentioned uh, Alan and Amy. Again, Alan with Taylor and Made Pools. Going through a tough time this holiday season. You give Alan a call, though. There's someone there to pick up the phone. Again, they're picking up the Slack form. Tailor-made pools is the way to go. More than 20 years in the business, making the perfect pool for you, whether it's new construction on commercial or residential, full remodels on commercial and residential, new equipment and repairs, pool resurfacing. And if you're a new pool buyer, you're in a situation where you aren't exactly sure what you want, but you have an idea, take a look at the 3D designs with the virtual tours. Takes the guesswork out of everything to make that perfect pool for you again alan taylor's phone number taylor may pools is 619-449-4452 619-449-4452 i'll tell you this the pools are so nice i won't even piss in them <laughs> i don't know what better <laughs> to put that on his t-shirt i mean i don't know what else <laughs> i can tell you i love it right pools are so nice you won't even piss in them yeah it's great right now they're offering <laughs> I swear to God, this he gave me this note that says, TaylorMade Pools offering a Dave and Jeff show $1,000 discount towards a full remodel. And then that, the same note that he gave me, it said the offer is good through August of 2018. He's busy. 
Uh, yeah, he's just like, fuck it. Keep it going. 449-4452. Check out the 3D designs. Unbelievable. Those saltwater technology. If you can't afford that, just give me a couple beers. <laughs> I'll come over and install my own saltwater technology for you, whatever you need. But uh, follow him on Twitter at well, as well at Teammate Pools. Uh, send him a message Please. right now. Tell him that uh, you're thinking of him and Amy as we get Gavin through a couple of hard days. But, man, I couldn't uh, I couldn't be more proud to have all these guys as friends. Just fantastic people. But, again, tailor-made pools, they will make your backyard the perfect place for a staycation. Absolutely. Brian Curry is your guy selling real estate all over San Diego County for more than 20 years as well. He's won a ton of awards because he's so good. Throughout the communities of San Diego, you name where you want to live, he'll tell you if it's a good idea, what the property value is, if it's going up, if it's going down. If you're looking for that bigger house, that smaller house, again, Brian Curry can answer all your questions. Before you make any move at all, make sure you call Brian, 619-251-1588, 2511588. Brian wished me a Merry Christmas on social media. And so I wrote back to him Merry Christmas, Brian. Over. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if he got it. Of course he did. All right. Well, I hope he got it. (laughs) He spent 10 years as a helicopter crewman for the Navy. (laughs) So you know the attention to detail is going to be there. I got to say this again. Yeah. I have to say this again. Um, I have to think of what day this was. I believe it was Christmas Eve. Yeah. Days all kind of run in. We get our, you, everybody gets it, right? But I was with my son in Coronado. My son Jack was fighting the flu all week. So my son Cade and I went down to the night and day cafe. Yeah. And we just hung out in Coronado. And man, you're looking at Crown Manor and all these incredible places. And I would say that has got to be, if you wanted to find the ideal place to live, for me, it would be Coronado. I never talk about it. That will be the first place that I talk to Brian. I'm like, can we start in Coronado? And he's going to say, no. (laughs) I'm going to say, well, goddamn. He's like, look, if you hit that $170 uh, lottery, shit, yeah, we could make it happen. So my son and I, we went to the Dell. We check out the Dell. And then we start driving south on the Strand. So we start driving south on the Strand, and guess where we end up? In IB. Yep, that's right. The fucking people of IB are so nice. I don't know what my problem is. We had the best time walking around. It was all mellow. Yeah. Everything was pretty quiet on Christmas Eve, and the people there are so nice. I I don't know why I take it out on IB that Tijuana pumps all the sewage there. They're trying to get it under control. There's nothing they can do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to apologize to City Heights, but I do appreciate how nice as much shit is that no pun intended as I've given IB the last couple of years. I, every time I roll through there, I'm like, God damn, I got to be nicer to these people. So IB, Brian can help you. Yes, again. He's going to keep you in North IB where uh, (laughs) Don Orsillo lives because South o, uh, South IB puts you right against that Tijuana sewage problem, and yep. I don't want any of you to deal with that. But from Oceanside to IB, Escondido to Chula Vista, all of East County, including Poway, where John Conniff grew up, that's full-on East County. Uh, Brian Curry can help you out. 619-251-1588. You can also email him, brian at briancurry.com. Also, Kyle Fluger, business is booming right now. You need to call Kyle if you have plans for a new website. If you need to upgrade your website, Kyle's your guy. He's done a great job with so many people, even outside of California. 
I'm really, really happy for Kyle and the business of the way it's running for him. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. I swear to God, Dave, sometimes things just come to me and I don't know why I am so brilliant. Yes. But there are times when I just have the dream, like you said, and it works. We've talked about some of the different websites that I wanted to start. Yeah, you're on fire. Babesonprobation.com is going to be a good one, but we're going to actually fine-tune that. And I know Kyle is going to help me on this. We're going to start, and this is just going to, we're going to take out all the heavy lifting for you. Babes that say yes.com. <laughs> right? That would be a huge hit. Wouldn't that be a huge yes, hit? Yes, it would. Now, listen, you're going to have to take them to a nice dinner. Maybe you take them to one of those grill your own steak places. I don't care. But at the end of the night, it's our money back guarantee from babesatsayyes.com that you're going to have a good time. I think that's your best one yet. You like that one? Yeah, I do. I like that one too. I'm excited about that. So Kyle and I are currently in the design stages of this website, and we couldn't be more excited to launch that coming, I would say, mid-second quarter of 2020. (laughs) But uh, Kyle Pfluger's done an amazing job for so many of you. You can see our website, new blog up from JoJo Tarantino. And uh, I was going to, I swear to God, last night I was going to write, why being a single dad sucks on Christmas. I was like, (laughs) I'm not writing that. Who the fuck wants to read that shit? So at some point I'll write a blog. Uh, Why I listen to Twitter, I don't. But, uh, yeah, babesatsayyes.com coming in uh, mid-second quarter 2020. Kyle, thanks for all your help. Perfect. All right, here's the game right here again. Let's go. Uh, how old are they and how much are oh, they I'm worth? I'm so excited. Let's okay. go. The first one on here, Kiss Drummer, Peter Chris. Peter Chris, older than you would expect. Yes, older than I thought. I'm going to say 72. Pretty close, 74. Shit, even older than I thought. Now, the money is lo- much lower than yeah. I thought. You knew it was lower? Yeah, you knew it would be lower because he he couldn't he couldn't stay out of his own way. Yeah. Him and Ace Fraley. Dude, yeah. like don't piss off Gene and Paul. Yeah. And just cash checks. Yeah. Uh two million dollars. Dude, that's exactly right. Yeah. Two million fucking dollars. How Dude. does that happen? And well, the other problem that he had, yeah, and Ace Fraley, they didn't trademark their their guy. Yeah. So Gene and Paul, and really Gene Simmons, was able to just put another guy in the cat makeup. Yeah. How the fuck do we know who yeah. it is? <laughs> Dude, I thought for sure when I told you $2 million, you were going to call bullshit. You nailed it. Yeah. He, How much do you think Gene is worth? I had to look it up because I'm like, what the fuck? Gene, Gene and Paul have to be worth a lot. I'm gonna a lot. Say, it's a lot. I'm going to say Gene's worth $400 million. $300 million. What about what Paul? I, I didn't close. look up Paul. I just figured they're both yeah. about the same. Yeah. Dude, $300 million for one guy, $2 million for the other guy? Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah, man. He was the guy, though. Yeah. I think Gene would support my babes that say yes.com idea. That's right up yeah. his uh, right up is. his alley. He would appreciate that. It is. God dang, man. And it's funny. I looked up Peter Chris because he's been married like three times. He never even married that Beth chick. You know no, the, the yeah. song? Yeah. The, the song that was his most popular song? Remember that when they had those albums? Each guy had yeah. their own album? Yeah. When did he do Hard Luck Woman? Ah, fuck, dude. I don't even know. Let me see if I can find that shit for you. <laughs> All right. Who's next on the list? Um, Hold on. Let me, wait a second. I'm going to look this up real quick. Hard luck woman? Uh, yep. See if I can find this shit. Um, 1976. Dude, if you... I wish I could find this guy. I don't know where it is. But there was a guy that used to do covers, 
in his garage. Yeah. And he'd film them and put them up on YouTube. Yeah. And I, I don't know. That's just a world I can't figure out. There's a lot of worlds I can't figure out. Like people that watch the Dr. Zit guy. Who yeah. watches that? My wife watches that stupid shit. Dr. Pumpo Popper, yeah. Or get videos of people getting hit by a bus or yeah. shit like that. I had a friend offer me those tonight. I don't yeah. need those. Peter but, Chris has been married four times. It says it's been active since 1965. Has $2 million. $2 million. But the guys that put like the yellow curtain behind them and yeah. then go in and sing covers of Hard Luck Woman. Yeah. I don't get that life either. <laughs> I'm not criticizing it. I just don't get it. All right. All right. Jonah Hill. Oh, shit. Jonah Hill. Out of nowhere. 37? 36. Okay. How much is it worth? Mm. He did Wolf of Wall Street like for nothing. He just wanted to be in the movie. But Moneyball, a lot of those things. And he just produced a movie and pretty much financed it, which tells you he's got some money to I think go. he's fucked up in the head. Yeah, like he he's might all be. tattooed out now. Is he really? Yeah, he's like covered in tattoos. I think he's all fucked up. Sixteen million? Forty five million. God damn. Forty five million. I thought for some reason I thought it would be more. Yeah. All right. David Wright, former third baseman of Mets. David. You and I used to know someone that dated David Wright. Yeah. David Wright thirty seven? Exactly right. Thirty seven. How much is he worth? Uh 81 million. 55 million dollars for oh, David Wright. I thought he got more than that. All right, here's the last one for you. Okay. TV producer Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf, Law and Order. Yes. Show's been on for a long fucking time. A lot of fucking money for this There's kid. a lot of fucking money for this guy. Dick Wolf, I've seen him on TV. I'm going to say he's 75. 73. 73. Yep. I'm going to say 300 million. $350 million. God damn. He's like, dude, give me my credit. Yeah. <laughs> More money than Gene Simmons. That's all I got. That's it. That's uh, it. Those are the four on December 26th. All right. Uh, when are we back here? We're back here Sunday. Sunday. An early happy birthday to our friend Sean Walchef. Just in case I forget, his birthday is coming up on January the 2nd. Okay. It's Jim Betancourt's birthday today. Happy birthday to Jim Betancourt. One of the really, truly good dudes. Works for the CHP... Uh, you see him on Channel 10 doing that. Could he get you out of a ticket? Uh, I wouldn't ask Jim to do I that. I would ask. I just don't know. Could he get us out of a ticket? He, Yeah, he could. Okay. And he'd do it once, and then he'd mute you. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't do that. I would definitely ask. I'm willing to take that chance. Um, And so that's it. I was trying to think. I always feel like there was something else we were supposed to cover. You mentioned, you mentioned Katie Mosier for a second, who's a, yeah. a friend of the show. If you're at the Dave and Jeff 20th anniversary party, you saw Katie Mosier was there. The, the way she spent Christmas yesterday made me smile. Jumping on the bed? Two beds in a hotel room, just bouncing back and forth like a kid. Like a loon. Like a loon. And then singing karaoke with her mother I thought was cool. What'd she sing? sing. I, I couldn't understand it. I, I couldn't understand what the hell she was singing. But I was like, here she is doing Christmas her way. And I was, and she was in L.A. and she had a great view of uh, the city and she's just bouncing around on those beds. And I was like, good for Katie. She's happy. That fucker. I sent her a text the other day, checking in, telling her she mattered. She and probably was, broke her phone, probably stepped on it, jumping on the fucking bed. God, she probably did. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll, uh, I'll give her a mulligan on that. Let's see if I ever fucking text her again. <laughs> uh, that's it. Be careful out there this weekend, driving around, wet out there. Be nice to everybody. God, there was a guy on El Camino today driving about 
90 miles an hour. I have no idea what the fuck people do. He had shit to do. He had shit to do. And like I said, if you're looking to buy something, take my advice. You'll think I'm crazy until you try it. Amazon Prime. Pretty good. (laughs) I bet a lot of you like it. We'll see you Sunday. All right.